You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. What is going on, guys? Ivan Simmental, your mortgage advisor, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Mortgage Reports Podcast. And if you find value in today's episode, we would appreciate a like and a share from wherever you're listening. So today we're going to be talking about the Fed rate hikes. End of last year, we heard some news that the Feds were going to be increasing rates. So what does this mean, right? What controls these rates or what? why do rates go up and why do rates go down, right? So the Fed announced after its Federal Open Market Committee, it was on December 15th, that they will stop buying mortgage-backed securities. So they increased the amount of mortgage-backed securities that they were purchasing during the pandemic as a way of stimulating the economy and continuing the housing market. And we just saw a crazy boom with incredibly low interest rates and people were getting amazing deals with mortgage rates, of course. So what happened is they said, hey, we're going to stop that. We're going to you know, taper off on what we are doing. But b- before we kind of dive into it, I also wanted to touch on what influences mortgage rates, right? I get this question often as a loan officer and uh, clients will ask me, hey, why are rates going up or why are they going down? Uh, what's causing rates to go up and go down? So uh, let, let's kind of dive into it and touch on this fairly quickly. So mortgage rates are tied to the 10-year treasury rate. So when this goes up, the popular 30-year fixed rate mortgage tends to do the same. They're connected. The treasury rate goes up, so do rates. Treasury rate goes down, so do rates. So that's, in a nutshell, what influences mortgage rates. And of course, there's, there's other things that play um, a huge factor into this, right? Supply and demand. And we've experienced this. When mortgage lenders get incredibly busy, they can't turn away clients, right? They can't say, hey, no, we're not going to do your loan. But they can increase interest rates in order to slow down the influx of business that they're receiving. And they do the same thing when they're slow, Uh, When business is slow, what they'll do is lower interest rates so that they can at the same time get business. Uh, So this is something that is very common within the mortgage industry. Um, And it also happened during the pandemic uh, where certain banks increased interest rates because they just couldn't handle the influx of business that was coming in. Also, price inflation pushes rates as well. When inflation is low, rates tend to be lower. And vice versa, when inflation is high, of course, same thing with uh, mortgage rates. So when you hear that the Fed rate hikes are coming, like I mentioned, it doesn't necessarily affect mortgages in a direct form. When you hear that, it has to do with credit cards. It has to do with adjustable rate mortgages. That's what's really going to get affected in regards to uh, the Fed rate hikes. That's what's really happening because the Feds don't control interest rates. Um, We kind of went over what controls interest rates and who has the power when controlling interest rates. But they can control on that credit card debt and adjustable rate mortgages, which unlike conventional fixed rate mortgages, have a floating interest rate that goes up and down with the market on a uh, monthly basis. What I also wanted to touch on was back in the pandemic, the feds lowered the rate. Remember, there's a difference. The feds lowered the rate to 0%. 
So essentially, everybody was borrowing money for free, right? So again, but this has to do with the credit card and adjustable rate mortgages. The federal funds, it's, it's essentially what the bank pays to borrow money, right? Whether it's for a day, whether it's uh, whatever the amount of time is, that, is uh, that was at zero at one point during the pandemic. So one thing that we do know for certain is that we've seen the federal fund rate and mortgage rates, they're usually pretty aligned when it comes to rates. It doesn't necessarily affect mortgage rates, but they are always pretty spot on. When you, If you were to look at them at a graph, like I'm looking at the mortgagereports.com, right now we have a graph that is up that shows over the last 30 years and they're pretty spot on which is very interesting right because it doesn't necessarily they don't correlate with one another but they do run pretty close to one another so now how does this affect you what should you do you're a consumer thinking about buying you you waited to buy last year because you thought interest rates were going to get even lower or uh, you thought that there was going to be a housing crash this year. So what should you do, right? One thing that we do know is that rates are still historically low, even if they go into 4%, right? Which that's probably the direction that we are heading. And in some situations, we're already there. There are some banks that are offering 4% interest rates, others that are at 3.5%, 3.75%. So what should you do? Well, if you're in a situation where you can buy a house and it's a good time for you to buy a house, what I'm advising my clients and customers is that if it's the best decision that you can make and it makes sense for you, then absolutely get yourself into a house. Again, rates are still historically low. One thing that you should do is compare uh, rates and also compare APRs, right? So when you're shopping for a mortgage, compare your interest rate and your APR. So the APR is what the loan is actually costing you, right? So some you might see somebody that's going to give you a 3% interest rate, but the APR is at 45 or 4%. That means they are tacking in some fees and cost into the loan so that you can obtain that low interest rate. So just be careful when you're comparing interest rates and APRs, ideally, what I like to see is the APR be as close as possible to the interest rate. So if you have an interest rate of 3%, in an ideal world, I would like to see it at three and a quarter or even three and a half tops. So we have tons of resources for you available on the mortgagereports.com where you can see lenders that, that, are, uh, that they're trusted and, and that they've been vetted and that we think... Uh, will do good by your side. Of course, you also have the trusty Google, but the Mortgage Reports does have an awesome tool where you can see uh, other lenders and see programs and see what fits best for you. We have an awesome mortgage payment calculator. We have a uh, home affordability calculator. Uh, we can get you matched with a loan. We also have tools that will help you with your down payment to calculate that. Uh, same thing with an FHA loan calculator, a VA loan calculator. So we have a lot of tools that you can really, really take advantage of. And of course, uh, reach out to us, send us a DM, send us a message, send us an email. We would be more than happy to answer any questions that you have and get you pointed in the right direction. So just to recap, remember, 
mortgage rates and the federal rate, they're not the same thing necessarily, but they do run hand in hand in regards to how the rates are fluctuating and and how comparable they are to one another. So guys, I hope I added some value to your day today. And remember, do not be scared about these interest rates. If you're still in a good situation to buy, I would 110% recommend you to buy. I bought during this pandemic, and I'm thinking about buying again this year, just because money is still cheap, and, and I'm in it for the long haul. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Have yourself a wonderful and blessed day. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 